Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on this Halloween, October 31st, 2023. And what better way to get us into the spirit of the day than by playing the late, great Bobby Pickett from 1964 on American Bandstand. This is Monster Mash. Five, six, seven, eight. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. Laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom at the vampire's feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode Alright, I hope everyone's ready to have a fantastic, fun, and safe Halloween As always, don't take st- kids I was going to say, don't take strangers from kids Take candy from kids, not strangers Hey, but to be honest, when you're, an, when you're a candy junkie like me If a stranger wants to hand me a Butterfinger, I ain't going to ask questions You know what I mean? Oh, what, it's already opened? Well, let's just see Is it wet? Is it dry? You know what I mean? Dust it off if it hit the ground and eat it uh, Do you remember that growing up? You'd, uh, we, we had, you know, uh, I think carpet or rug or whatever upstairs and we would lay down when the night was over uh, analyzing our cachet I would I, I would always do a bar graph of all of my favorite uh, you know the hundred grand the Reese's the Snickers there's always three musketeer I've never had a three musketeer when it wasn't Halloween candy I don't know do people just randomly eat three musketeers these days it's almost too it's almost too much uh, of the sugar you know you need you need that Snickers sort of uh, you know peanut butter mix not peanut butter the pe- you know you know what i'm starting to say anyway i'll be stealing some halloween candy i'll be taxing the children 10 percent goes to me power recapper okay so anyway i hope you guys have a fantastic halloween did you know that some halloween rituals used to be geared towards finding a husband during the 18th century single ladies devised halloween traditions that were supposed to help them meet their romantic match yeah the new single way to meet your romantic match on halloween is to dress as skanky as possible that is not gender specific men do it you can dress as a chippendales dancer you can grease yourself up with oil i did that in college uh you know it can uh, it's hard to it's hard to catch somebody who's greased up in oil but you can try your best according to history.com women used to throw apple peels over a shoulder hoping to see their future husband's initials in the pattern they made when they landed when bobbing for apples at parties the winner would uh, supposedly marry first most spookily they even used to stand in a dark room holding a candle in front of a mirror to look for their future husband's face to appear in the glass bloody mary who yeah that that sounds i don't know if anyone has any um apple peels is anyone desperate out there with an apple peel maybe uh maybe uh, you can help uh you know find the initials of your husband that seems pretty foolish to me it's like have they ever heard of tinder 
Immigrants helped popularize the holiday in the U.S. When the Irish fled the potato famine that devastated their country in the 1840s, they brought their Halloween traditions with them. The celebration spread across the country until the mischievous Halloween pranksters reached an all-time high in the 1920s. Some believe community-based trick-or-treating became popular in the 1930s as a way to control the many pranksters. All right, so lots of different uh, 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 stories about how Halloween was started. But as far as we know now, it exists with basically adults dressing up as Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift, right? It's like, who do you want to be for Halloween, right? All right. I'll tell you who you don't want to be, Leo DiCaprio. He's 48 years young, and he's getting roasted by fans online for pointing out that his girlfriend, Vittoria Soretti, 25 years young, wasn't born when Titanic was released in 1997. Yeah, that's got to be tough when you have when you have to take your girlfriend on a date to show her the movie you starred in when you were an adult before she was alive. That can make it hard to do the math. All right. So anyway, but again, I, you know, when I saw that story, I was like, all right, well, you know, she was born in 97. She's 25. She's older than some people that uh, are dating Leonardo DiCaprio. But either way. Our featured story of the day today would be uh, Caitlin Bristow's podcast, Off the Vine, hosting Gabby Windy. They discussed that Gabby's relationship with Robbie Hoffman, her, I guess, first openly and outwardly lesbian relationship, uh, where Gabby says she would consider, or she is considering, be, uh, converting to Judaism for her girlfriend. It's an interesting conversation that they have. Uh, Caitlin also comments on her uh, missing her previous partner at the friendship that came with that. It's, it's interesting. Enough so that we figured we'd clip together some clips for you here. That'll be on the second half of today's podcast. And also on YouTube, I made a video about Bachelor's Clayton Eckerd uh, being shut down, legally speaking, by Bachelor producers. That's right. We cover this on Driving with Dave, but now he's re-releasing his Airbnb without the uh, sort of rose ceremony. He uh, he said, "Well, you know, I guess there. Uh, you know, I signed contracts. I can't do that." And uh, so he tried to profit a little bit off of the rose ceremony idea, and he can't do that. Which you understand. I mean, if every bachelor did their own rose ceremonies, maybe it would dilute the brand. I don't really know. But uh, so either way, I don't know if he specifically got a cease and desist from Bachelor, but they called him up and they said, Bubba, no, you can't be doing that. And he's like, whoops, I thought I could, but now he can't. So if you want to see that full story and where he sort of redubbed his lines to not include the fact that his Airbnb, it was Bachelor themed, maybe it still will be, but you can go check that out on the YouTube. So there are lots of discussions happening online about anonymous sources saying that a Bachelor Nation couple broke up, got back together, and maybe is broken up again. Uh, It's all hearsay, but either way, let's listen to what Reality Steve has to say about some of the rumors being sent to him. Kind of reassess your priorities here, because basically what you're doing is eating up the gossip for this. And... Unfortunately, the latest one that got sent to me, I don't even know. And even if I did, I wouldn't share it because they put out a poll or a question that said, catch me up on the town gossip. And someone sent in Bachelor Nation cheating scandal is coming out. Very unexpected guy with messy girl. And at least 15 of you sent it to me minutes after Ducks Moy posted it. 
Of course, he says Duck Samoy, but that's Demois, and that's the Anon-only sort of random chatter that, uh, you know, again, I agree with Reality Steve. It's toxic because there's no truth to who they are talking about, so it just exploits the conversation, and then people start to bring, you know, good, faithful people into the mix. It's just a mess. I don't know who this is. Then again, this is coming from the same account that back in January said a divorce was coming in this franchise. Have we had a divorce? Have they said, oh, this is what we were talking about when a divorce has happened? Has there been a divorce this year? Maybe there has. I don't remember. I lose track. But that's what I mean. Yeah, so we we talked about this yesterday. There's this account that's been reaching out to everybody trying to share all this information that Rachel Lindsay and Brian have a solo broke up. But of course we saw a photo yesterday posted by Brian of him and Rachel happily doing Halloween together. So it's ridiculous. But even if there was any merit in it, even if Brian and Lindsay and Rachel Lindsay didn't post a photo together, it's like, who cares if they are going to break up if, if, and when they do, and when they release a statement, we'll comment on it. But in the meantime, yeah, there's just too much, like just random chit chat. And this is what happens during this time of year when there isn't much other, content going on like people will find a way to make content or start rumors uh but hey maybe there is some merit to it let's listen could you imagine if i came out and said hey there's a divorce coming in this franchise but i'm not gonna tell you who it is and i have no idea if it's true or not i'm just throwing it out there i heard it someone sent me an email from a burner account and i just posted it (laughs) I, i would you would crucify me and you know what You'd have, you'd have every right to crucify me. So that's what I mean. I understand you want the tea, and I understand you want to hear salacious things about this franchise, but think about what you're actually after here. Think about what you're actually trying to get inside information on. You want to know which bachelor couple is cheating on the other. You want to know which bachelor couple is possibly headed for a divorce because Ducksmoy posted it on their Instagram account when they didn't even mention anything other than this is what someone sent us. You know, it's infuriating. It really is. And I say it every time I cover Ducksmoy. This has nothing to do with the fact that this account had less followers than me during the pandemic, and they've absolutely blown up. They have a podcast now. They have a book now, 2 million followers. They're probably raking in dough because they chose this route. They chose to ruin people's lives. They chose to talk about things that aren't vetted. If this was a site that did great journalistic stories and actually said, here, we got a tip, we followed up on that tip, and look at all the work that we've done, kind of like what Dave Neal does when something comes up. The whole issue with the Clayton story guys done his work and he doesn't just run with gossip. Oh, that's very kind. Now, look, I'm not going to take a moral superiority here because I have fallen prey to stories that weren't full. You know, I, look, the point being is I'm trying my best. Maybe Dumois, because they don't have a face attached to what they do, can dabble in the gossip and hearsay more so that than reality Steve and I can. But again, we've all we've all kind of learned from our mistakes where you cover a story that might not be properly um, yeah, matured yet, and you know, and then and then you know it kind of 
when you platform that type of story, it can lead to damage or collateral damage and things like that. So anyway, but that doesn't stop people from speculating who could the couples be that are broken up. I, I don't know. I don't know of a couple that's broken up. I don't know of a couple that's been cheated on. I, I tell you what, if that type of story does come out, it will get messy. Uh, you know, having seen what we saw from the Tino fallout with him and Rachel, and of course, uh, you know, the conversation that we've had with other Bachelor couples where like, where's the, was there emotional cheating? You know, all those conversations that have happened in the past. Of course, it would be an interesting conversation to have if we had a name attached to it or some credible sources and an actual storyline or motivations. Oh, are they a new couple is, you know, again... It's so hard to have, like, I understand where reality Steve draws the line because it's so hard to have that conversation because I was just about to go, well, is it a new couple like Dotson or Charity? Or And you you start to suck yourself into the which couples there are and it becomes like a survivor pool, right? Where there's only so many couples that are still together from Bachelor Nation. That's how bad the sort of success rate is. So if we are to believe that there is a cheating scandal, who would it be? Well, again, without any further information, we're just going to have to wait and see if any news comes out. I don't know, folks. Uh, It's a little bit of a kind of a, I don't want to call it a dull time in Bachelor Nation, but I think with Bachelor in Paradise and Golden Bachelor on the back end of their seasons, there's probably a lot of content coming out. Thursday, Clayton goes back to court. So there are storylines in the work, but one storyline I've enjoyed covering has been that of Caitlin Bristow, you know, regaining her uh, unique sort of uh, uh, single uh, energy. Uh, You know, once you go through a breakup, you have to like sort of restore who you are as a person and not who you were with that couple. And now here she is sort of uh, contrary to Uh, Gabby Windy. And Gabby Windy, of course, is six months into a happy relationship. So a very interesting conversation. Uh, They kind of jump over a lot of different topics. I'm going to play a bunch of the different clips for you right here. This is a clip from Gabby on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine. So check this out. I cried yesterday, too. You did? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Robbie and I fought about her cat. Oh. I know. I forgot to feed her. Oh. (laughs) So their relationship is now six months in. And I'm not one to judge how quickly you go about your relationships or whatever. You know, things can move fast when they are right. But, you know, it's very funny to hear Gabby start to talk about the, the once the sort of honeymoon uh, you know, era wears off, how you kind of have to get into the, do I really love this person? And it, it's, it's very clear that they do love each other. Uh, but, of course, you know, Gabby has to deal with the fact that Robbie Hoffman is a stand-up comedian, travels a lot, and will probably put her career first because that's what you do when you're in a sort of hyper a competitive situation like that and i'm sure gabby does the same let's jump over to the 10 and a half minute mark and hear the thoughts on halloween but yeah the conversation coming up will get very interesting where caitlin talks about missing jason whether or not they want to have kids stick around for that like on on the Halloween, which is a Tuesday, so I feel like it's low stakes. That's true. Like, yeah, who has fun on a Tuesday? So the bar is in hell. Yes. Yeah. 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 Want to keep it really low. Yeah. So like everybody, it's like you know exceeding expectations. Yeah. But um, 
like Robbie was talking about things she wanted to be without me. So and I was like, like okay, um, that's fine. Like initially, you're like, are way we breaking back. up? Yeah, literally. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I love to like dress up for Halloween and and like make costumes and stuff. Yeah. So she was out of town. So I have an idea for me and my dog. I can't say. Okay. So there it is. You know, hey, look, yeah. When you're in a new relationship, Robbie, the first thing you have to learn is Halloween costumes become a joint activity. Period. End of conversation. It is not. It, when you're single, your costume is supposed to show people that you can get laid. I'm a sexy, you know, Jane Doe or whatever the hell you want to be. You know what I mean? I'm a sexy mom. But when you're in a relationship, your Halloween costume is just to show off how the strength of your relationship based on how good your, you know, Bo Peep uh, sheep costume could be or whatever the hell you decide to do. These are just examples, folks. All right, let's jump to some depth here. And they talk about leaning into religion, which we love a kind conversation around religion. Let's have a listen. She really actually shifted a big thing in my brain of what prayer means to me. Mm. And so I was always kind of like, I don't know about God. Like, I don't know if I'm the yeah. see a Jesus. Like, I don't know. And But I always believed in like a higher power. And totally. like, I, I think religion is really beautiful and all the different ones. And I just think like my religion to me was like, I believe in a higher power. Yeah. I don't know what, what that means. But mm -hmm. I started really leaning into prayer lately. Oh, cool. And like, like every night or and like morning. <laughs> You're like every second. Please, 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 I'm like, please, please, please God. For the love of God, please, please yeah. let this podcast do well. Yeah, literally. I'll just, I'll just super like get selfish. One million views. <laughs> I could really use a solid here. I'm yeah. going through a tough time. But I literally, morning and night. Yeah. But I use it as gratitude and it's a prayer. And I'm like, it doesn't mean I need to be like, Dear Holy Spirit, you know, but like yeah. religion is so beautiful. And I love that you're leaning into Judaism and like yeah. learning about it. I think that's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. I know I, was, I have like a couple things just right off the top of my head thinking or talking about religion. We just watched the Centenarian documentary on Netflix. Okay. So people who live like 100 or close to it, this guy goes to Blue Zones. Okay. And so she discusses the fact that in one of the blue zones where people live over 100, it's because they have a strong faith. And we can kind of go over the sort of semantics of religion versus spirituality versus faith. And I think regardless of what box you fit into or what you were exposed to or evangelical versus Catholic, there's always a good side of it. There's always a good side of religion. I always just talk about the people that exploit religion. It's the people that are really exploiting good-natured people, right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as prayer goes for gratitude, being grateful for what you have is the is the simple law of attraction. Like begets like. When you are grateful for something you have, the universe will then expand that. If you feel like you want to call the universe God or Allah, Buddha, Krishna, do whatever the hell you want. Now, people will respond, no, Dave, Jesus is the only Messiah. He's the one. Every other religion's false. And I guess, you know, to me, that's just like that type of thinking does not matter. That is not productive thinking. I think religion is only productive when you use it to be a better version of yourself. And the more we all can work on ourselves, the more we can be a better society. Unfortunately, people will use religion to tell others why they are right and, you know, this and that. Well, you know, it becomes a religion measuring contest, which I don't think gets us anywhere. So very interesting that Gabby is talking about Judaism because, of course, her girlfriend of six months is uh, grew up Hasidic Jewish, uh, which Gabby calls cultish. I'm not going to 
going to call it that, but um, I'm sure there are plenty of uh, ex-Hasidic uh, Jews that would, would also call it that, uh, at least in the sense that it's uh, it's not, a, I don't know. Well, you know, I don't want to lose my whole Hasidic Jewish population right now. I can't afford to lose another Hasidic Jewish friend. And doing Shabbat on Fridays, and it's just like, it's an, it's an excuse to like have a community. Totally. It's like she has a lot of Jewish friends, yeah. naturally, just from like having Shabbat, and, yeah. it, and it's an immediate connector. Yeah. She's like, I'm Jewish. Oh, you're Jewish, and they have something to talk about. They could be strangers, so it bonds you right away, and then you just have an excuse to get with people on a Friday, yeah. and like there's tradition involved, but really it's just about like being with other people. And I bet that's stronger than ever right now, like coming yeah. together, and that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And it's like a way, like, to get me out of the house. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah. But, like, this is, like, a little bit, there's more, I don't know, I guess, like, a push to do it because it means something. You know, there's there's a lot of truth to what she's saying in the sense that, uh, uh, you know, while she, from the outside looking in, uh, the community is relatively small. I mean, it's, it's a major religion, but it's also still like, you know, depending on where you live, you might not have a Jewish community to, if you're in a certain suburb or, you know, I know growing up, I didn't have any Jewish friends from Rhode Island. It was all it Italians and Irish and Portuguese as far as the people I knew. But then when you move to New York City, you start to meet a whole different uh, 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 ideology, uh, people that support a different ideology. And that's great. That is a fantastic way to expand your knowledge of what is out there and not realize, oh, I I was raised Christian. This is the only way. No, there's plenty of Jewish people and, and plenty of other religions out there that um, share common goals. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. I like a little bit, like, when somebody has structure to their life, like, yeah. you know, a, a, a constant, like, I love uh, I love anything that's consistent in a person. Mm -hmm. And so religion to somebody, like, and, and getting yourself involved, it just shows respect, first of all, yeah. for the relationship, but also something for you two to, like, really grow together with because you get to learn and it's, yeah. there's so much to learn about a religion. Oh, my gosh. I love learning from her. Yeah. She's so smart. Yeah. She's obviously just, like, in it. She's been Jewish her whole life. Right. And Jewish people really believe in it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I guess, like, everybody really believes in their religion. Well, I don't know. I question mine all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. actually don't know. I'm like, I've just never been strong in a religion. So it's really... It's just really, honestly, cool to see, and it's really fun. We, like, loosely, I always, like, talk about maybe converting, which, yeah. like, I'm kind of down with. It's yeah. hard. It's, like, time-consuming and kind of hard, but I'd be down. Yeah. Wow. She says she would be down to convert. Time-consuming and hard. Yeah. I mean, look, that's a serious thing if your relationship is to the point where you would convert religions for the other person. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good for them. All right. So... As the conversation moves along, Caitlin then talks about, um, and, you know, missing Jason and missing her friend that she had there, which is very interesting because a few weeks ago, I don't think they could, either one of them could have this conversation without tearing up. But, you know, now they're looking at it, you know, their relationship is like dead as a doornail. Now they can look at it and go, yeah, I miss him. I think that's what I miss the most from my last relationship is I'm like, oh, I miss having like a 
a friend. <laughs> right. Yes. You know? Yeah. Because you're just not constantly thinking about yourself the whole day. Yeah. You, like, get to focus on somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's okay. Like, wanting a relationship is totally fine and normal and a part of the human experience. It is part of the human experience. We all want it. Yeah, we, we literally do. all crave it and want it. I like alone time for sure. And I, yeah. like, I'm trying to, like, really lean into, like, I'm single. But yeah. I want to find someone. Right. Very fair, Caitlin. Very fair. And, you know, so often when you're single, you're supposed to single and loving it. And it's like, fine. Yeah, absolutely. Love yourself by all means. You have to love yourself first. You are the main course. The relationship is only the dessert. But at the same time, you know, if you if you don't don't be afraid to say what you want in life. The funny thing that Caitlin says, and I think we can all agree on, is that the, the quicker you get to loving yourself is the quicker someone else will then love as we speak of law of attraction you because you'll have the highest frequency of love for yourself and who wouldn't will love that i mean no one wants to you know no one's going to fall for someone who's just moping around no mopes around here folks not but did you talk openly about not wanting kids yeah do you get backlash for that um maybe i I want your following yeah (laughs) (laughs) they seem so like accepting yeah (laughs) i have like a very good solid accepting like i love them and i feel like they're the listeners of the podcast yeah but so many people like i go back and forth on wanting kids so bad i'm 38 i have Mm -hmm. my eggs frozen but at the same time i'm like i don't know if i want to bring kids into the world and i know everyone can have their opinions on that but also like i crave being a mom i feel like i was put on this planet to be Uh a mom yeah but it terrifies me to have kids. Yeah, I totally get it. Kids are gross. They're germy. They bring lice home. They're always covered in, you know, bruises from playing out in the fields. They got, you know, they're diving in streets. They're always trying to stick their fingers into outlets. Come on, they're the worst. But I tell you what, what are kids good for? Finishing your Halloween costume. Oh, we've got this uh, Dorothy and um, uh, 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 Wizard of Oz costume, but we don't have a Toto. Oh, slap a kid in a poodle costume and throw it in the you know what I mean? All right. Anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic Halloween. Be safe out there. It can be very dangerous. So make sure everyone's having a safe Halloween. And without further ado, let's end today's episode with our favorite song, Monster Mash. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. This mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what it said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And you my graveyard smash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can monster mash. Monster mash. You impetuous young man.